Slinging the green and gold worldwide on the web at CentexSportsFan.com. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back and welcome in now uh, our good friend Jim Haller. Nobody else in the country gets to talk about uh, on the home station for the only Division I university that has two top ten men and women's teams in the right. whole U.S. That's How right. How cool is that? Nobody else. That's right. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alliance Bank Central Texas, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. All right, Jim, let me uh, shift gears a little bit on you. We've got one game left for the women and one game left for the men in the Farrell Center. Now, you never coached in the Farrell Center, but you've been to a ton of games there. What are your thoughts as we start to kind of wind down the games remaining in the Farrell Center? Well, first of all, it's hard to believe that I never coached a game in there, and it's been open 36 years. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) That's telling me I'm pretty darn old. Uh. (laughs) But I tell you, I've enjoyed that arena. It's brought a lot of great memories to Baylor fans, and uh, as great as it's been, I am so excited about what the Foster Pavilion mean for the future of both of these programs. It's going to be a fantastic home court advantage. Fans right down on the floor probably sold out 90% of the games in advance right there on the Brazos River. Uh, I just think it's, it's phenomenal. I'm looking forward to that, but... Uh, the, the Farrell Centers have been been providing many happy moments for a lot of years, but like all things, it's time to say bye-bye. Let's go to the <laughs> That's true. Now, from the Alan Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Hi and welcome, John Morris Show on a Monday. Jim Haller on with us last week. Pretty good memories, and we continue to uh, uh, recount our uh, favorite memories, favorite games. Uh, the Farrell Center, uh, as we said in that interview, and it's still the case today. Only two games remaining in the Farrell Center. One for the women. It comes up this Thursday. Their 11 a.m. Future Bears game against Delaware State. And then one for the men, December 22nd, hosting uh, Mississippi Valley State to uh, to close the doors on the Farrell Center for basketball. But we always remind you uh, it, will, it will remain the home for Baylor volleyball and Baylor acrobatics and tumbling. Welcome in on a Monday. We are glad you are with us. Also, let's make this point. Uh, Baylor women, uh, number 10 in the nation this week. Uh, they stay steady at number 10. The Baylor men hold steady at number 6. But the Baylor women uh, steaming toward uh, another NCAA tournament berth. And if that happens and if they host, if the women host this year, that would be back in the Farrell Center. So, Aaron, potentially they could start the season November-December games in the Farrell Center, move to the Foster Pavilion in January, and then if they host NCAA tournament games, and they are certainly uh, on the right track for doing that, they would go back to the Farrell Center. (laughs) And that's 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 because – Yeah, that's because you have to have, 
you know, you just have to have all the uh, the extras that go along with the arena, like the uh, practice gyms, the warm-up gyms, the media space, and that space just won't be done. You know, the development center, all that won't be finished uh, at Foster Pavilion until later. That is, that would be very strange, but it would uh, also be awesome be. because it meant that they were, you know, a top 16 seed. That's true, yeah. And it would, it and would I think kinda, there will be. It would kind of be fun, you know? I mean, we'll say, for the women, we'll say goodbye to the Farrell Center this Thursday, but then it'd be like one last goodbye. And uh, NCAA tournament games, when you host those, they're always a little bit different anyway because your building is just the host, host site, you know, so it's supposed to be as neutral as possible. But it would kind of be fun if they had uh, one or two more games in the Farrell Center coming up in March. Yeah, I would try it. Try my best to go to one of those. Yeah. It could be really cool. I've seen a lot of Baylor women's basketball NCAA first and second round games in, in the Farrell Center. That's true. Some really good one. Really good memories there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of some really good teams. All right, uh, we'll talk about all that. Uh, Jerry Hill will join us in a bit. We always look forward to a weekly visit with Jerry Hill, Baylor Insider. Lots to talk about with him, including basketball, men's and women's. Uh, We told you the men stayed number six in the nation in the polls. The women stayed number 10 in the nation. Both are undefeated, and Baylor is now the only school in the nation that has uh, an undefeated men's and women's basketball team. Um, there were four of those schools going into the weekend. Couldn't cut it. Uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> <No>. right. <laughs> Couldn't cut it. So Baylor is Not now the lone uh, lone one lone school standing with both men's and women's basketball teams undefeated. And both ranked in the top ten. It's pretty. Yeah, awesome. How about that? Out of three, uh, think about it. Put it more in perspective. Out of three hundred fifty-one, you know, Division One schools that play basketball, three hundred fifty-one. Baylor is the only one whose men's and women's teams are undefeated. So that uh, Very, that, that is pretty significant. It yeah. is. That's special right there. That's cool. All right, so the women we told you in action Thursday, 11 a.m. tip-off in the Farrell Center against Delaware State. The uh, future Bears game, the Scream game, and uh, that'll be fun. That'll be right here on ESPN Central Texas. Then the Baylor men uh, back into action later this week uh, on that two-game road swing. They'll go to Detroit first and play Michigan State coming up on Saturday. Aaron, I was looking at some Michigan State information this morning, uh, just working on the score sheet for that game. They lost over the weekend to Nebraska. Yeah, they're struggling. Yeah, they're 4-5, and five and they're 0-2 oh in, uh, in the Big Ten. Who else they lose to? Wisconsin, right? Yes, that was their – lost the game before this one. right right so oh and two in the big 10 and four and five overall so you know it's a little bit scary that's kind of a wounded animal and and uh uh tom Izzo is a hall of fame coach so it's and they've gonna, got talent it, they've had a top and i think everybody just about in their starting rotation is a national top 100 player out of wow. high school and he's one, right, that does not uh, dabble in the portal one bit. Is that as far right? as I know, yeah, he's, I think he's that's totally right. against it. Right. Which may be why they're struggling. Uh, because <laughs> it's kind of tough to compete against other teams that are using every resource yeah. when it makes your team better. Which, yeah, yeah. Which how much better. You know, Baylor had a, a top recruiting class, I think the best in the country, but one of the top two or three, you know, Duke and Kansas. Yeah. But you also add in the transfer portal players. On top of that, and you see what it's done to this Baylor team. And 
you're not. I think you're doing your school a disservice if you yeah. don't do that. Mm, man, you think a lot of Spartan fans are kind of saying that same thing. I think they right are, now. as much as they probably love him, right? Hall of Fame coach. They're gonna. I don't know if they'll do the same thing. Baylor does build a statue. He deserves one, but mm. yeah, he. Uh, they're they're not very happy right now. It's All it's right, very so. similar to. Dabo and Clemson. Yep, yep. When he doesn't want to do it either, and you saw immediately that the program began to slide. Man, just dig their heels in and and think they have enough, uh, you know, have enough uh, pache to not not do that. And uh, you know, more power to them if they can do that. So that's what's next for Baylor at Michigan State on Saturday. Then from there, go straight to New York and play uh, Duke in Madison Square Garden. Coming up next. Is that one Wednesday or Thursday? Wednesday. Wednesday. So, yeah, that's right. Wednesday uh, night at Madison Square Garden. That's next week. So that's what's next for the uh, Baylor men and women basketball-wise. Let's take a break. Back with more in just a moment. Wild weekend of high school football playoffs. We are now set for the state championship games coming up this weekend. Look forward to that. And Central Texas, again, will be well represented. Let's look at that when we come back. Hey, glad you're with us off and running on a Monday. John Morris Show from the Allen Samuels Studios. Thanks to Allen Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Go Cowboys! This is Dallas Cowboys football 2023. Snap to Prescott, fake to Pollard. Only heard here. Deep and going to the middle, and there's Cooks all along. All season. In the middle of the end zone, touchdown Cowboys. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Buffalo Bills. Live from Highmark Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Cowboys and Bills, Sunday starting with the pregame at 2 here on ESPN Central Texas. Well, it's that time again, the most wonderful time of the year. And just like most of us, the foundation doctor's thinking about home and family. Hey, Dad. Hi, Jay. What you working on? I'm building a gingerbread house. That's cool. Why's the door so crooked? And why is your chimney leaning like that? I guess my house needs the foundation doctor. (laughs) You're such a goofy kid. Is your house starting to look like a Pinterest project gone wrong? Are you worried about the jolly old fat man making it down your crooked chimney? Then you need to call the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. From all of us at the Foundation Doctor, we wish you the merriest of Christmases and a very blessed New Year. The Foundation Doctors, just like old Santa Claus, just like old Santa, we make house calls. <laughs> The Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, December 16th and Sunday, December 17th at the Cadence Bank Center. The Real Texas Gun Show, proud to be a place where small mom and pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms at the show. Get there early for the two guns that will be raffled off at 4 o'clock on Saturday and 3 o'clock on Sunday. The Real Texas Gun Show has more than just guns. You'll find lots of ammo, hunting gear, collectibles, and so much more. The Real Texas Gun Show, December 16th from 9 until 5, December 17th from 10 to 4 at the Cadence Bank Center. The Real Texas Gun Show, run by a native Texan for all Texans. 
Tis the season to give and it's okay to get. Get holiday gift cards from La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina. Purchase $50 in gift cards and get $10 free for yourself or for someone else. And don't forget La Fiesta can cater your holiday party. Order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on in at La Fiesta located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. Merry Christmas from your friends at La Fiesta. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. Waco Jewelers has exciting news. Our 75% off sale event is back. Yes, you heard it right. 75% off almost everything in the store. Get huge savings on GIA certified diamonds, beautiful wedding rings, and wedding bands. Be sure to view our exclusive bridal selection from Gabriel & Company, New York. Each piece a work of art. Plus, no interest financing available and trade-ins are welcome. And we'll see you here at Waco Jewelers. Under the spinning diamond. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving the Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254-749-1648, or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's my own. Welcome back. Some of the sounds of the season. Beautiful weather here in Central Texas. Sunny, uh, low 50s, right? Low 50s for the high today. It was chilly this morning. 33 when I went out to walk the dogs. And one of our dogs, uh, Brinkley, uh, he doesn't like the cold weather. Aaron, he's got a bad, it's either a bad knee or a bad hip and just gets stiff, and he does not like that cold weather. <laughs> so I, I get all bundled up him. and take him out, and, you know, we go basically the end of the driveway, and he's, you know, planting his feet, and he doesn't want to go any further. So I just turn around and take him back to the house. <laughs> but the other one, Annie, is a golden doodle, and she, she does well. She um, – she doesn't complain one bit about the cold. But it was chilly this morning. And, but, man, this is uh, looks like a really nice week, maybe rain on Friday. But other than that, nice week weather-wise. Yeah, and we're actually up to about 62 and so Oh, it right is? Now. Okay. Yeah. I've undershot it then. It's a little, uh, little windier than I like, but it's, yeah. it's going to be a gorgeous week. We should see highs in the lower to mid-60s all week with cool overnights. But the yep. afternoons are going to be spectacular. Very nice. Very nice. All right, we welcome you back. Uh, John Morris Show, ESPN Central Texas, brought to you by Kaleo Wealth Management. The team at Kaleo Wealth Management helps people chart a path toward their financial goals and also helps them pursue their dreams. 200 West Highway 6 in Waco, 254-751-5054. 
Kaleo Wealth Management. Uh, Aaron, uh, high school football uh, reaches the uh, end of the season uh, at AT&T Stadium in Arlington coming up this week. And as we said, Central Texas very well represented in the state championships this week. Yeah, Mark, Mark and Oglesby and Franklin will all play for state titles. It's going to be pretty awesome. Oglesby having best year in their school history. Mark is Mark. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's really, uh, you know, you don't want to take it for granted how great they are year in and year out, but they are great year in and year out. I mean, it, it, I can't even remember the last time they didn't at least make the state semifinals. Oh, gosh, I know it. Uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's incredible. So Mark will play. And then you look at Franklin. I mean, they're, they're going for their third straight state championship and in that whole time they've lost exactly one game wow. that was the district game they lost to Lorena earlier this year to which Lorena, they yep. avenged in the playoffs so yes Central Texas well represented at Jerry World for the state championship games this week begins on Wednesday three games uh, each day Wednesday Thursday Friday and Saturday uh, it is the best uh, bang for your buck if you want to go up there tickets are $20 per day $20, uh, and you see three games per day uh, in the uh, luxury and comfort of uh, AT&T Stadium. Oglesby will play at 2 o'clock on Wednesday. That is the uh, six-man division, 1A six-man division two championship game. They are matched against Benjamin, 2 o'clock on Wednesday. Uh, Thursday will be a big day. Uh, Mart plays Albany at 11 a.m. That's 2A Division II State Championship. Mart 15-0. Albany is 15-0. Next game of the day is Malakoff versus Franklin, 3 o'clock. That's 3A Division I. And then uh, if you're Bob Baker, you're sticking around for the nightcap or you're there for the nightcap because it's Gunter at 15-0. Uh, playing for a state championship in 3A Division II. His grandson is the quarterback for Gunter, uh, and they are just having an unbelievable season, 15-0. and They were beating teams like 85-6 to, to six, <laughs> right. you know, during the regular season. One of season. those teams, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And they are, I think they're going for back-to-back state championships also. They are. So uh, Gunter plays Elmaton Tidehaven uh, at 7 o'clock on Thursday. So those are the Central Texas schools and uh, and Bob Baker's uh, favorite, Gunter. That's on Thursday. Friday, Anna plays Tyler Chapel Hill, 4A Division I championship, 4A Division II, Gilmer versus Belleville, 5A Division I, 7 o'clock on Friday, Alito versus uh, Comal uh, Smithson Valley. And then on Saturday, the uh, biggest of the big schools play 5A Division II at 11 a.m. Dallas South Oak Cliff versus Port Natchez Grove. 3 o'clock, 6A Division I, Duncanville versus Galena Park North Shore. And then 6A the Division time in a row. What's that? For the eighth time in a row. Yeah. No, it's not the, quite that, but. Almost, is, right? Is this the fifth? I don't Fourth? know. Is that right? I'll have to look it up. It's, it's been pretty incredible. Like, there's a lot of familiar teams in the matchups that you talk about. Right. They won a lot of state championships. Alito, Gilmer. Mm-hmm. Uh, South Oak Cliff trying to defend. Smithson Valley has one, you know, and obviously a lot of the teams in the smaller uh, classifications. But the big classifications, yeah, just familiar names everywhere. Nation's Grove is there every week, yeah, every yep, week, every yep. year. Humble's there every year. Uh, and like I talked about, Duncan Hill and Lena Park North Shore literally play each other for state championship every year. Might as well just <laughs> schedule right. it at this point. That's right. Just schedule it for the for this week every year. Final game is 6A Division II, 7 o'clock on Saturday. DeSoto at 14-0 versus Humble. Summer Creek, they're 14-1. They played here in Waco. Summer Creek beat who in the semifinals Saturday? 
That was out at McLean Stadium. Oh, oh, uh, now I don't remember. I don't either. Yeah, I don't remember who it was. Summer Creek uh, playing for a state championship against DeSoto in the 6A Division II uh, Division, 7 o'clock Saturday night. That's amazing. And, you know, just uh, the uh, the crowds that they'll get there, the attention, and you're playing in, you know, one of the best stadiums in the world. <laughs> right. That's, that's just amazing. So congratulations to all the schools that have made it this far, and good luck uh, trying to get one more and come home with a state championship. Yeah, you see DeSoto in there. That's, I don't know if it's one of the stranger ones, but they were, they were a powerhouse when I was in high school. Mm. Then I don't think they had a super big drop-off, but I think they had a few years where they certainly weren't up to DeSoto standards. Now they're back and competing for state championships every year. They had the problem of being in that in that uh, district. Right. Of, uh, the, the, well, I forgot what they called it, but you know they're in the same district as Duncanville right. and some other powerhouse schools. You had to be good just to get out of the district and make yeah. the playoffs. Was it the District of Doom or is that? Yes, just... I believe that's what they yeah. called it. Yeah. And it was. I mean, it was. It was. Inc- it was so incredibly talented. And we go. I was in that district, unfortunately, for two years, and man, it was. It was not fun. That's a meat grinder. Summer Creek beat uh, Cibolo Steel in the semifinal game Saturday evening at McLean Stadium. I know that because uh, Terry and I went to the Baylor Club for dinner, and we didn't know there was a game until we pulled up and it's all the buses and saw the cars there. But uh, Summer Creek won that one 38-14. All right, there's high school football looking ahead at the uh, state championship matchups coming up this Saturday. Let's take a break. When we come back, our good friend, and we hope yours, Jerry Hill will join us, Baylor Insider. We'll talk all things Baylor athletics with Jerry, and we get his thoughts on uh, the Farrell Center uh, about to close down for basketball. Keep reminding you, it's not closing completely. It's just for basketball. But get his thoughts on some of the – best games, biggest games that he remembers in Farrell Center history. We'll do that with Jerry Hill when we come back. We're brought to you in part by Alliance Bank. At Alliance Bank, you'll find superior service and products to meet your financial needs. We're also brought to you by D'Amore Fine Jewelers. D'Amore at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. Baylor Bear Basketball, all season long, here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back in action this Saturday in Detroit, taking on Michigan State. 12.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 1 p.m. tip-off Saturday. Join Baylor Athletics Hall of Famer Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, for Baylor Bear Basketball, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Save thousands of dollars on a new or used boat at Marineland Boating Center's Fall Clearance Sale. Marineland is now your local dealer for Mercury Motor Power National Best Sellers, Tracker, Sun Tracker, Nitro, and Tahoe. So we're clearing out our previous inventory, and many of our boats are now priced at dealer invoice cost. You won't find these prices anywhere else. Or you can be one of the first to buy a new 2024 model Tracker with a powerful Mercury motor only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 and Loop 340. Marineland Boating Center is an authorized WRNG boat dealer. I'm Joe Kaleo. Business owners deserve financial security, and we're here to help you achieve it. Let's build a relationship and develop a financial plan that can help safeguard your business and nurture your dreams. Kaleo Wealth Management Group is a Central Texas team at UBS Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. For our client relationship summary disclosures, please visit UBS.com slash relationship summary. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. Thank you for a record-setting November and make a JTC your number one full-service Chevrolet store. With all of our new inventory, it's starting to look a little like Christmas. At Jim Turner Chevrolet, we also have the largest selection of certified pre-owned and in need for more. So before you spend too much, give us the opportunity to earn your business. Give us a call, 840-3261. 
And remember, folks, we're only a heartbeat away in McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Find new roads. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. 1424 Bistro, located in downtown Waco, has been serving Central Texas for over 20 years. 1424 Bistro, the restaurant that helped create the fine dining experience Waco is best known for. 1424 Bistro provides a unique and fine dining experience so many Wacoans have known and loved for many, many years. 1424 Bistro is dedicated to providing exquisite dishes that are fresh, hearty, and simply unforgettable. Waco's home for good food, wine, and conversation. From fresh seafood, steaks, lamb, to chicken piccata, and of course, let's not forget about some of their incredible appetizers like flaming cheese and calamari, and finish off with their white chocolate bread pudding or creme brulee. Come enjoy dinner at 1424 Bistro in downtown Waco on 1424 Washington Avenue. Come enjoy tonight. Free diamonds at Diamore Fine Jewelers. Receive free half-carat, high-quality, lab-grown diamond study rings with $6.99 or more purchase. Free while supplies last. Act fast. Offer available for a limited time only. Diamore Fine Jewelers. Adding extra sparkle to your holidays at 4541 West Waco Drive. It's 9.30 on a Saturday night. You're at the ballpark getting hot dogs for the kids, and your debit card doesn't work. Lucky for you, Central National Bank's after-hours service is ready to help you get out of all kinds of ninth-inning jams. Just contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a local person who can answer questions and fix problems. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Girl, to be with you is my favorite thing. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait. Now with his boogie shoes on and ready to talk Baylor athletics, here's Jerry Hill with John Morris. Uh, Pleased to welcome in Jerry Hill, Baylor Insider, boogieing on in. And, uh, Jerry, we appreciate your time. Yeah. Uh, you had a big weekend. I did. It was my uh, wedding anniversary. I guess it wasn't, wasn't just mine. Well, I would say it, yours it was, and Julie's. It was more Julie's wedding anniversary. <laughs> yeah, that's so right. it was our 17th wedding anniversary. Wow. And, uh, it, was, it was a great night. Uh, our very first date, um, little, I guess it would be 17, about 17 and a half years ago, <laughs> was at 1424. Oh. So we went back there for our wedding anniversary. And I guess that's okay for me to say since they're one of the uh, That's right. One sponsors. of our great partners. So yes, yes. Great place. One of our favorite. Uh, we've been back many, many times, but yeah. that was that was fun. Well, happy anniversary! Thank you. Couple of days, a uh, couple yeah. of days after the fact. So, yeah. good weekend. Well planned that your anniversary comes on a weekend when there's no Baylor events. You you uh, get to cover. So. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, remember that week uh, or weekend? I guess earlier this fall where there was like no events. Right. Right. Just and, one. And, yeah, and and Julie like claimed it, like okay, that's yeah, mine. That's right. You know, so I don't even remember if we did anything that weekend. Maybe just went out, but um, same thing on this one. When we found out that um, you know, I was didn't have any events, no, 
no uh, conflicts at all. You know, she pretty much claimed that one and said, and, and at one point we were thinking about maybe even getting away, but we, we just decided to stay closer to home and do our little anniversary date. Very nice. Yeah. Well, happy anniversary. You. You're uh, tooling through some pictures on your laptop. <laughs> we had the uh, yeah. Baylor Athletic Department yeah. Christmas party on Friday, mm-hmm. which was fun. Yeah. Santa was there. The real Santa was there. Yeah. That was very fun. He was. Yes. Your one of your grandkids was there. Yeah, and he did not. Uh, he did not. He did not enjoy Santa. I think every time that they've taken him to see Santa, um, I, don't, I don't know that they've ever had a good picture. Oh, really? With Jameson and and uh, Santa, but yeah, lots of pictures uh, that uh, Megan sent me from uh, our HR office, and uh, great pictures. Um, the one, the one that tickled me was, uh, Eric Rash and his wife and uh-huh. their two kids. Oh yeah. And like, there's probably four or five pictures and yeah. every one of them, they're just like screaming, <laughs> <laughs> not Eric and his wife, right. but the kids were like screaming. And of course my absolute favorite was J-Mo sitting on the lap of Santa. <laughs> well, sure. I mean, I don't know who asked for that or what, but you know, if that was Santa's wish, but, uh, yeah, J-Mo sitting on Santa's lap. I, I was there. Yes. I was there. <laughs> with my grandkids we had all four of them there right and and walked up you know to get them there and he pulls me down to sit on his lap oh my said, oh, okay good okay, yeah okay good. so but that was great so all four grandkids were there yes awesome. and no i'm trying to think no crying wow up to santa so well i may one, have to get on megan to see if i she can send <laughs> me some more pictures Okay, see if you can find that one. Right. I want to see that right. one. But that was fun. That was fun. So was it all four of them at one time on it, the picture? It was. Wow, yeah. that's yeah. cool. Yeah, so really fun. Yeah. All right, uh, we are in that season. It has been a break for athletic event-wise yes. uh, with finals going on also. Kind of back at it this week. Uh, one news note over the weekend, Baylor announced the uh, hiring of a new running backs coach. Yeah, Keenan Hall. He's been at SMU the last couple of years. Uh, Illinois State grad. Um, played football there, um, but Texas native. Um, played high school ball at South Oak Cliff. Um, so, as as Jay Hoff said in our podcast earlier, or I guess it was out today, was he went from a South Oak Cliff bear to a Baylor bear. Yeah. Um, but yeah, has Texas roots um, and comes back. Uh, obviously, he's a Dallas native, so he was already home. But you know, a great recruiter. And has had, you know, pretty good success everywhere he's been. Had really highly rated uh, classes on the FCS level um, with, with Illinois State and I believe Texas Southern as well. Um, but, yeah, he's, he's uh, like I said, spent the last two years at SMU. Uh, was their, I believe, their run game coordinator this last year. And that was an SMU team, obviously, that won the conference championship. Yeah, great year. Uh, they're playing in a bowl game. Um, but, yeah, he's, he's on board and – and good timing because, uh, and like I said, his he's known as a really good recruiter, John, a younger guy, and and I think he'll bring some energy to that room, the recruiting room, and and I did talk about, I mean, that's that's a really good room, I think, that mm-hmm. he's inheriting. Yeah, you know, I do when too. That, when you look at that running back group, I think now. I think this past year you'd probably say the tight end was maybe the deepest, and it may still be. But that running back room, you know, is really good with, you know, Richard Reese uh, announcing he was coming back, Dominic Richardson, uh, Dawson Pendergrass played yeah, really well this year. year. And Bryson Washington, I know that was one that they had a lot of hope for, really good coming out of spring, just got hurt and never really, you know, was able to play a whole lot, and they were able to redshirt him. But uh, I know they have high hopes for him. So there's four guys right there. 
um, that are really solid. Yeah. You know, they've all had some success. So I think he comes into a really good situation with a lot of good running backs, and hopefully he can make a difference in recruiting this year. I mean, he was, you know, I'm sure he was already recruiting for SMU, so he probably has some ties, some connections that, you know, maybe he had in on guys. So I think that will help. Uh, and, you know, John, we're getting close because first signing day is December 20th. Right, so it's not right. that far away. And so hopefully he can have an impact with that. And and uh, like I said, he he's bringing in a, or he has a great room that he's inheriting. So um, that that does not complete the staff. We have one more position, offensive line coach, I believe. So um, I think they're pretty close to wrapping that up as well. Okay. Um, can't say the name, but okay. uh, I believe he's. I believe it's pretty close to naming him. So okay. I think it'll be definitely this week, maybe even later today. See, Aaron, that's what you get with the Baylor insider. You got, you got, he's you an got, ins- He's uh, so inside. He inside. <laughs> tell you all the information yeah. that he has. Well, since I've already read the release, <laughs> but I can't. Oh, okay. I cannot release the information. But I have read the release. Okay. Yeah. What if we we play uh, twenty yeah, questions? Yeah, twenty twenty questions. <laughs> yeah. Oh <laughs> no, we'll talk about it later. It must be close <laughs> then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Very good. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk basketball. Yeah. Men and women, Baylor now the only school in the nation yeah. whose men's and women's teams are uh, undefeated at this point. Undefeated and ranked in the top ten. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's pretty good. Uh, you know, obviously both teams off to great starts, John. Uh, men 9-0, and uh, ranked sixth, I believe, in this week's polls. And and the women, 7-0, um, and number 10 in the AP poll, number four. I think they'll probably be a little higher in the coaches' poll this week, but they were 14 this last week, so I think they'll kind of move up a little bit there. But, uh, yeah, I, you know, both teams, uh, you know, you really struggle to find any kind of weaknesses yeah. or, you know, anything wrong with these teams because, you know, both of them have such great depth. Um, you know, both of them have played – I mean, really well on the offensive end. I think that's probably the strength for both. But, I mean, again, I think the defenses have played pretty well too. I think the men can play better on defense, sure. But, I, like I said, it's it's hard to find a weakness when you're 9-0 and and you've really dominated most of those games. So, um, I think both of them are off to great starts. Uh, the women will have a tough challenge. Um, you know, one of their tough cha- toughest challenges of the season so far uh, Saturday down in San Antonio against Miami that just moved into the rankings this week. Uh, Miami, I believe, is number 23, and they're 8-0, mm-hmm. undefeated. There's 18, I believe, undefeated women's teams still left, and so two of them will be playing down mm-hmm. in San Antonio um, on Saturday. And then the the women play in their Future Bears game, uh, wear your headsets or earf- mm-hmm. earplugs or whatever game. Um, so that'll be Thursday morning at 11 a.m. versus Delaware State. So, um, yeah, get back in action. They've uh, both had a little bit of break for finals, and now we'll get back to playing and kind of get ready for conference, John. It's just around the corner. Not far away. Women opening, I know, December 30th against Texas on the road. Um, And I'm not sure when the men uh, probably – January 6th at Oklahoma State. Okay, that's right, because they don't open conference until after that uh, January second game against Cornell. Right, Cornell. Yeah. So their first conference game will be is right. it on the road? On the road. Yeah. yeah. So both of them beginning on the road. But yeah, I think, uh, and you got to feel good about really both of them um, going into Big Twelve play, John. Uh, you know, there's there's really particularly on the women's side. I know there's a lot of undefeated teams left, but I I feel really good about you know both of those teams' chances in the, in conference and. You'd like to see them, you know, win a trophy there at the end. And, and I I really feel good about both of them going into the NCAA tournament because I think because of that depth, you know, like you can 
if somebody gets hurt, if you get in foul trouble, things like that. I think both of them are built for that and built for the NCAA tournament. Yeah. We were uh, – Aaron and I were talking earlier for the women – you know, this Thursday's game is right now their final game in the right. Farrell Center. Right. But you got to leave the door. I know. Don't take their keys away. Right. If right. they host NCAA yeah. first and second round, that would be back at the Farrell Center. Yeah, the bid, I guess you had to put out bids at some point, and, and the bid is for the Farrell Center just because it'll give you the space and, and, and it's, you know, obviously got enough locker rooms and all of that. So I think, uh, you know, they had to put in the Farrell Center for that NCAA tournament bid. And, and like I said, right now sitting here at number 10, and I think they could move up. Um, you know, they're going to be in a position uh, to potentially host. So that would be great to, you know, go back to the Ferrells and yeah. a little different. You know, like you hadn't hadn't played in there in two or three months, but uh, I'm sure they would not mind hosting yeah. uh, over there at the Ferrells. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, you know, yeah. that would be a great way to close out absolutely basketball in the Ferrell right. Center. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, as we uh, get closer and closer to basketball playing their final games there. What are your memories of the Farrell Center? Have you put together a, a top ten or anything like that? Well, now that you mention that. Oh, there we go. I can actually call up a list. Aaron, he goes right to his right, laptop. Right to my laptop. <laughs> well, John, so what I did, I'm working on an insider magazine, kind of a Foster Pavilion special edition. Um, but but we did, too, and you were involved in that, um, picked your brain, too, to see best games, top games ever in the Farrell Center, and obviously that's 35 years of games. Yeah. It's over 1,100 games, mm. and I picked six on each side. Okay. So kind okay. of kind of interesting um, and, you know, kind of spread out over a long period of time. But I'll go through these real briefly. So sure. six on each side six would be side. the big 12 total. How about that? Is that what you're doing? You know, I, I see what you're doing there. Here's here's what it was. <laughs> I could I couldn't get it to five. Like I, I could not cut out a game. Actually, I in in the story I mentioned some of the ones that wound up on the cutting room floor, and one of those was Makai Mason's. 40, oh yeah, forty point. Game. Yeah, forty point. I mean, it just didn't make the six. Wow. But that's a great. Yeah. You know, particularly individual, one of the best games. So the first one would have been from 1990. Okay. This is the men. Okay. We know which game that is. Baylor, Arkansas. Baylor, 82. Number three, Arkansas, 77. Nice. February. That's number six? Well, so oh, oh, you're not I really ranking them. I, I did not I rank you. them one through you. six or six through one or anything like that. I was going to say, if that's six, these are, <laughs> there's five Yeah, these really are actually ones. in chronological order. Oh, cool. was the way I did it. That so makes the sense. men. Then the next game was 2001. You can probably pick ah, that one, too. yes. Baylor 85, number six, Kansas 77, Terry Black's game. Yep, I mean, big Monday. There were other guys, but, I mean, that was that was his kind of – I mean, he really kind of took over in that game. Um, let's see. the let's see, That one's the Kansas game. Sorry. He's scrolling. I'm scrolling. Scrolling. <laughs> uh, let's see. 2016. Uh-huh. Baylor one or number twenty five Baylor one hundred number thirteen Iowa State ninety one oh, in yeah. overtime uh, and they played it without Rico Gathers. Wow, I think that was kind of one of the reasons why it made the list was because I mean you had you were down one of your top players and and, and was able to win that and then um, February twenty seventh two thousand seventeen John can you name that game? Um, guessing Texas may have been the opponent. No, okay. Not. So this was uh, Baylor seventy one. Um, it was number 11, Baylor 71, number 10, West Virginia, mm. 62. And this came, if you remember, I think Baylor had gotten up to number one and West Virginia just blew them out right. on the road. 
the day the day we got to number one. Got to number one. Played there. Got blown out by yeah. twenty one. Yeah. And uh, for this game, you were without um, the point guard hmm. uh, Manu Lacombe. Okay. So just uh, what are, what are your chance? And you turned it over like twenty nine times. Yeah, exactly. In that game. So wow. Playing now without your point guard, what are you going to do? Right. And they won the game. So wow. again, great game. Um, and I think I think I've got one more, John. So, February 26, 2022. Okay. That was Texas. That was Kansas. Okay. I don't know where's, if I've, Where's the Texas comeback? You know. We were down by uh, 18 wait. and came that back is, to beat That Texas. is one of them. Sorry. Okay. It's hard scrolling on this because okay. it's a magazine deal. Yes. It's uh, a so magazine deal, Aaron. February 27, 2019. Baylor 84, Texas 83. Thank you. Uh, so Baylor, Texas had a 19-point lead with 19. about 15 minutes to go. Okay. And Baylor came back and won that one in overtime, 84-83. What year was that? That was in 19. 19. Okay. Yeah. And then the, the last game was that uh, other Kansas game in 22, part oh. of, part of uh, uh, you know, winning back-to-back conference right. championships. So. Biggest, so that one was the biggest crowd in the history right. of Farrell Center, right? Right, by one. Yes. <laughs> As it should I'm be. I'm sure that was not intentional. As it should be. Just happened to be <laughs> ten. It was like ten thousand six hundred and twenty. Six twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Right. <laughs> previous one was six twenty-seven. Right. Right. Shared by I think there was several. one men's game and one. Yeah. Right. Right. So several games. So anyway. Okay, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Do you have the women's list? I do have the Handy? women's list. Hopefully, I can find them a little <laughs> easier than that. So the first game, John, was nineteen ninety-four. Okay. And this was actually. Before Sanja Hogue. Oh. So Pam Bowers was wow. the coach. <laughs> but somebody scored a lot of points. That would have been wait, don't tell me. Uh I don't I can't remember. Mary Lowry. Yes. Fifty four points. Yes. Baylor beat Texas eighty one seventy five. February fifteenth, nineteen ninety four. And that was Pam's last year. Um but yeah, that was a that was a big win. Would that be do we have anything that lists – would that be the Farrell Center scoring record? It is. It is, isn't Men's it? Men's or women's. Yeah. yeah. So, yes, 54. that is – And still still stands. Okay. You know, unless it's broken, I guess, uh, yeah. Thursday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll see. Well, so, it's Delaware State. So I know. I mean, <laughs> so then the next one would be uh, 2001 when uh, Baylor beat its first top ten team, the Baylor women, 79-74 over Iowa State, number seven Iowa State. Oh, wow. So that was the – First win in the program's history over a top 10 team. Then in uh, 2005, Baylor defeated Texas Tech here 79-69, and that was to win their first conference championship. Oh, nice. So big game, obviously, there. And then in uh, 2011, uh, Baylor women defeated UConn. That was a one-versus-two battle. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, Baylor won that one 66-61. to uh, and then in 2013, Baylor women defeated Kansas State 90-68. to um, And this was, I think this is the reason it was there, was uh, Brittany, Brittany Griner finally gave Baylor fans what they had been waiting so long for, to see again at home, a slam dunk. A dunk, yeah. Uh, it was, she had had a bunch on the road. Yeah. I think, I can't remember she had never had one at home, but she hadn't had one at home in a long time. Um, so beat, uh, beat K-State, and I believe that, was was also yeah wrapped up its second consecutive undefeated conference title, and then John, I think I have what like maybe one or two more. <laughs> Sorry, running running late here. I know. Uh, 
You're good. Uh, and then in 2019, uh, number eight Baylor six. Or yes, number eight Baylor 68. Number one UConn 57. And I think this ended one of UConn's long, yeah. long streaks. Right. They hadn't lost a regular season game since 2014. So five years they had, they had not lost a con, or a yeah non conference or lost a regular season game yeah. period wow had not had not lost a conference or a regular season game in that long so there's the uh, there's the women's games I think that's all of them um, but Man, yeah that's a good list so it's fun that's a good list but uh, yeah a lot of fun things in that uh, magazine hopefully uh, out by the end of the year for all Bear Foundation well. Bear Foundation donors at a certain level. So. I got you. But, yeah, that's that's a fun deal. Very cool. Good memories there. And yep. we, we continue to remind people, Farrell Center uh, is going away. Men's right. and women's basketball right. are moving to Foster Pavilion. Farrell Center remains, of course. It'll yep. be the home of acrobatics and tumbling and volleyball. A lot of great memories there. Yep. And they'll just continue. Yeah, and I think that's cool, John, that they'll have their own place. Yeah. You know, I mean, because yeah. you think about it, I mean, A&T forever has practiced over at Mars McLean. Uh, volleyball practiced over there for a long time as well. But now they'll have, I think each one of them will have a practice gym, you know, yeah. that they'll be able to use. But obviously the, the main floor as well. And I know uh, Ryan McGuire has talked about it, but they'll put in a specific floor for volleyball. Okay. That if, uh, I, I think if you had looked at like the top 16 where games were played um, this past week, most of those were on this particular mm. type floor, and I don't remember the name of it, but but I think they're putting in that same floor nice. that would be, I guess, for next year. So yeah. that'll be a cool thing. Yeah, very yeah. cool. All right, man, thank you very much. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Good thoughts there, and uh, appreciate you being with us. Thanks. Thanks, Sharon. G- Jerry Hill, Thanks, Baylor Sharon. insider. He's so inside, he's got inside information he can't <laughs> even talk about right now. But uh, we'll get that coming up shortly. Take a break. Back. Look ahead. Wrap things up. More in a moment. Stay with us. John Morris Show continues on ESPN Central Texas. Nikki Collin and the Bears on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women back in action Thursday in the Farrell Center for the future Bears game hosting Delaware State. 10.30 a.m. for the countdown to tip-off. 11 a.m. tip-off Thursday. Tune into Baylor Women's Basketball with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman all season long on ESPN Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Waco Jewelers has exciting news. Our 75% off sale event is back. Yes, you heard it right. 75% off almost everything in the store. Get huge savings on GIA certified diamonds, beautiful wedding rings, and wedding bands. Be sure to view our exclusive bridal selection from Gabriel & Company, New York. Each piece a work of art. Plus, no interest financing available and trade-ins are welcome. And we'll see you here at Waco Jewelers. Under the spinning diamond. 
Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they will also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cnccollisioncenter.com, and find them on Facebook. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They have financing options to fit any budget. That's any budget. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Back with this final segment, John Morris Show on a Monday. We appreciate Jerry Hill. Great information from uh, Jerry, and do appreciate that. Matt Mosley is coming up next. Aaron, some would say uh, that the the day really doesn't begin till Matt Mosley takes the air, but uh, others might not agree with that. But what do you guys have planned coming up between three and six this afternoon? I think Matt says that. Hey, I think Matt's he's the one. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to be talking a lot of Cowboys. We'll hear. Jerry Jones post game from right after the huge Cowboys win over the Eagles last night, a dominating win, and uh, a lot to talk about after that. After the game, how good is the Cowboys defense? How bad is the Eagles defense? The play of Dak, he's now the betting favorite to win MVP. So we'll talk about wow. that. We'll talk about the uh, <laughs> The offsides penalty in the Chiefs game and Pat Mahomes <laughs> and Andy Reid crying about it after the game, even though he was so far offsides, it's not even it's not even a question at this point. Like and it wasn't just like his toe was over the line, you know? Like the whole front of his leg was offsides. He could have as I he could have turned around and he would have been offsides as a defensive back <laughs> because he was just right there where the right, ball is, you know, right. like half his body over it. So we'll talk about that as well. All right, very good. So all that coming up, that was a big win for the uh, the Cowboys. Boy, they play their best against the better teams, don't they? Not usually. Well, that's true. It's kind of the opposite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they've been – Well, yeah, that, that's why it was such a huge win. Yeah, I mean, that's They've true. been beating up on the – you know, the bad teams in the league, which you're supposed to, and they have been crushing them, all of them except for Arizona. And, you know, people keep bringing that up. I'm like, when did you – and these are people that cover the NFL. I'm like, you act like you just started covering the NFL this year and really, really good teams don't get beat by bad teams every year. But people still bring up the Arizona loss like it's it's some something really telling about the Cowboys. No. 
They were still adjusting. The offense was still a work in progress. The defense played terribly. They got all those things fixed. That was a long time ago. Not saying the Cowboys are going to win the Super Bowl, but um, they're they're very very good right now, and that yeah. was a huge win. Yeah, you're right. And I had that backwards. So big big win over a, a really good Philadelphia team. So they're tied with the Eagles now, right for. Uh, East Division lead. Yes, and right now they're actually in first place because of the tiebreakers, but if the uh-huh. Eagles win out, yeah, they will have the better conference record and they will be the East champs. So gotcha. the even though the Cowboys are in first place, they can't win out and stay in first place if the Eagles do too. So the Eagles control their own destiny. And they're both tied with the 49ers for the number one overall seed, but of course the 49ers have wins over both the right. Cowboys and Eagles, so they would need to lose at least one more game and have the Cowboys or Eagles go undefeated. Gotcha. All right, very good. All right, plenty more coming up with uh, Matt Mosley and Aaron 3-6. to six. Keep it here on ESPN Central Texas. Birthdays today, it's uh, Charlie Carter's birthday. Charlie won at Baylor Baseball's all-time greats, All-American, transferred to Baylor from Texas, and uh, just had a great couple of years here at Baylor, and a great guy. Happy birthday to Charlie Carter. It's uh, Melissa Naylor's birthday today. It is Richard Cummins' birthday, great Baylor fan. Fred Barber, happy birthday to Fred today. Uh, Great, great Baylor fan, Fred Barber. And it's Kim Scott's birthday today. Kim uh, uh, worked uh, has worked in a number of areas uh, at Baylor University in the student, uh, student life and student rec area. So happy birthday to Kim Scott today. Let me look at one other list. Uh, I think that's it for today. Yesterday, Greg Davis's birthday. Happy birthday to Greg. And going back to Saturday, David Chandler, Alex Olson, and Scott Salmon's birthday on Saturday, December 9th. Aaron, who would you add to the birthday list? We will start with Baylor women's basketball's Dre Edwards. She has ah. a birthday today, so happy birthday to her. Glad to see her finally on the court and playing great. It's it's. I was looking forward to it last year, so there's been a lot of buildup, and now you're you're you know you're actually seeing it on the court finally, and it's been great. So happy birthday to Dre Edwards. Happy birthday to Motley Crue bassist Nikki Six. This one really makes me feel old. He's 65 <laughs> today, which is about right. I mean, they were right in their mid 20s when I was listening to them when their first first big album hit big, if that makes sense, Theater of Pain, and I was probably 12. But that does make me feel really old. <laughs> happy birthday to Nikki Six. Happy birthday to Terry Gar. She's been in so much, so many movies. I guess most famous for uh, Tootsie or Young Frankenstein. Yeah. She also uh, was in Mr. Mom, which is such a great underrated movie with her and Michael Keaton. She turned 79. And last but not least, the great Rita Moreno has a birthday today. She is one. She's an EGOT winner. That's oh. won all four: an Emmy, a Grammy. An Oscar and a Tony. Wow. There's only been 18 people in the history of the world that have done it, and she's one of them. Uh, she won her Oscar for West Side Story. That was her first big break. And she's been in show business and movies and television for you know, 50, 60 years, maybe longer now. Wow. Uh, so uh, happy birthday to Rita Moreno, 92 years young today. Wow. And what'd you say, one of only 18? 18 to win all four, yeah. Wow. And man. she was the third person to do it. I think wow. she did it. When she won her Oscar, I think, for West Side Story, that was the last she needed. Yeah. I believe that was 77 or 78. 
So golly, that's impressive. It is. It's pretty incredible. Happy birthday to her. And she was also in the and I know you didn't watch it. I watched the first few seasons, then it got really weird, but she played a nun in the HBO prison series Oz. Oh really? Yeah, uh-huh. which was a like wow. a great for the first very adult themed, but a great right. show for about three seasons, and then it just went off the rails with nutty plots. You know, <laughs> just like okay, I can't right. watch this anymore. But again, happy birthday, Rita Moreno. Very good. That's a good list. All right, happy birthday to all those folks. Hey, we appreciate you being with us. We appreciate Jerry Hill being on with us. Lord willing, we'll be back tomorrow in the two p.m. hour. Hope you can join us then. But right now, stay tuned. Matt Mosley is coming up next. Your afternoon of sports pleasure is beginning. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Buffalo Bills live from Highmark Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Save thousands of dollars on a new or used boat at Marineland Boating Center's fall clearance sale. Marineland is